TikTok's ability to compete with YouTube. So Hank Green made another interesting video where he talked about TikTok. What TikTok is effectively doing right now is because it's paying its creators so little, it's kind of creating this environment where creators will come in, be enamored with the idea of the fame and all the views and the likes and comments and stuff. And so they'll make content for months and months on end. And that will drive them to keep making content. But eventually they'll reach the point where they're like, I need money. It's not this, the fame, the positive reinforcement. It's not enough. I need money now. And TikTok is just like, yeah, well, go do something else then. And so that person will leave. But then another person will come on and for six months do the exact same thing. So TikTok right now, because of their lack of financial support of their creators, at least significant financial support, is creating that environment where people come in for six months, go, oh, this is awesome, and go, oh, well, actually, no, I need, still need money, and they leave. And and just over and over again, that will keep happening. And TikTok may, if, if TikTok likes this, they may never increase the funding for creators. TikTok has a system where they always pay out exactly $200 million to creators, and this amount does not change. They are currently paying out two cents per view, as explained by Hank Green. But more importantly, I want to start out by talking about the fact that I used to make five cents per view on TikTok. What happened? What changed? The pool of money is the same size. Why am I making less per view? Because there are more views on the platform. It's grown. There are more creators. There are more users. TikTok is earning more money. But the pool is the same size. So there are more views with the same number of dollars. So you make fewer dollars per view. Literally. When TikTok becomes more successful, TikTokers become less successful. The downside of that is A, creators don't get a lot of money, but also you can't really make high production quality content on the platform. You Anything that requires a significant investment of money, you can't make on TikTok, but you can make it on YouTube. And if, t if TikTok stays like this, it'll never like outperform YouTube in a sense. YouTube will always have the higher production, higher quality, uh, more consistent long-term creators making the, you know, Mr. Beast-esque sort of videos. And TikTok will always be more smaller, a continue revolving door of content creators. Obviously, Hank Green would rather that uh, TikTok give creators a greater proportion of the, uh, the revenue from the platform. And so it worked more like YouTube, but like the more I go on, I worry that TikTok will one day dethrone YouTube. But in the way that TikTok is set up right now in how it shares revenue, that's never going to fucking happen. It'll never happen. But it's clear that TikTok is taking a chunk from YouTube and other platforms as well. It just, it's just interesting to see where TikTok is going to be in a couple of years. Because it's interesting that they went from like 15 seconds to 30 seconds to minute to three minute videos, are they going to eventually reach the point where they're just allowing for unlimited length footage? It seems unlikely. Since this was recorded, TikTok has announced that they're increasing the length of videos to 10 minutes. TikTok has probably the dumbest algorithm. It's funny because that's something also Hank Green brought up, where he talked about how Vine effectively failed because of their lack of algorithm. And so no one was really finding new people, it was just the people at the top who dominated everything, and the only way to get involved was to have one of the larger content creators notice you and shout you out or whatever. We're on TikTok, like if you've ever used TikTok, like every third TikTok or something is someone with like two likes on their thing. 
Like it becomes a habit of like looking at the TikTok, looking at the amount of likes, and then looking back at the TikTok. And if it has under a thousand likes, it's like you just scroll by it. That isn't to say I, I, there are a handful of smaller content creators on TikTok that'll occasionally watch their stuff, but it's usually Australian creators who discuss the news or like um, the daily going on, goings on of politics or whatever. And I just uh, like their opinion. Oh, no, I like the way that they present things, but I don't use TikTok a heap. But I probably, I probably look at TikTok like maybe like 10 minutes a day or something. It is like the app that I use before I'm going to bed in between other stuff if there's nothing else to watch. Any amount of time I spend on TikTok is time that I would have spent on, like, say, YouTube. And that is the case for a lot of people, you know? Like, YouTube isn't losing users, but they are losing watch time. TikTok is popular because people like fast media. TikTok is just really, really easily accessible content. It's on, the content's immediately in your face. You don't have to look for a video. You don't have to scroll, look at the thumbnails, read titles. Just there's the content. And it's just... You know, you got five minutes, you just, it's a bunch of TikToks. It's either furries or half-naked 13-year-olds. So whenever people make jokes about that, Jesse, I'm assuming these are jokes, it's always funny because TikTok's algorithm does serve you stuff that they think you'll be interested in based off your previous watch history. So if you're like, man, I, I always go on TikTok and all they show me is furries and dancing 13-year-olds, I'm like, what, what are you watching on TikTok that gives them the idea that you like that kind of content? Don't, why, why are you outing yourself in this way to me? I don't need to know what you look at on TikTok. <laughs> Kids that want to be YouTubers. So my mother came over yesterday, right? And I had a bunch of stuff sitting around that I had no use for. Like a mafia keyboard and mouse, the Boba Fett helmet. Was there one other thing? Yeah, um, a bunch of Far Cry 6 merchandise stuff. And I was like, it's just taking up space. I don't really need it. And I say, can you give it to someone? And there are these kids, like my mother's friend's kids, who actually watch my content. Probably don't watch Rambles, so that's fine. And apparently, my mother gave the gear to her friends and then to their kids. And they were really excited that it came from, it was my stuff. It's like, oh, that's amazing. And uh, apparently, the, well, at least one of the kids is inspired because they want to be a YouTuber and stuff. And they've got a webcam and mic and stuff. And whenever I hear about something like that, I'm like, when people say that they want to be a YouTuber for a living, when, when they're young, when they're kids and stuff, most of them probably don't really understand what goes into the job and how most of the job is just editing. You know, certainly, as I've, we've talked about before, the exact thing that each YouTuber does varies considerably, but most of the job for most people is editing. And so a lot of people go, oh, I'm going to be a, a Twitch streamer man and, and play video games all day. In the realm of content creation, the amount of people who, who are just able to play video games and think about nothing else is like not even registrable on like a, a scale of some sort, you know? When I reflect on how much of my time is spent editing versus actual gaming, it's far more editing. Not only would a kid have a very low chance of getting into this career, I just hope that their, ho their hopes don't get crushed and stuff when, when the realization of what they actually have to do kind of sinks in as they get older, I don't know. The quarter pounder versus the third pounder burger. 
Opinion on the McDonald quarter pounder meal. I still find it funny that story about how in America a burger was made by a rival fast food chain. They made a one third pounder, but people believed, at least enough people believed, that the one third pounder was smaller than the quarter pounder, despite it being actually larger. Because, you know, the th- three seems smaller than a four, but obviously in reality, one third is larger than a, a quarter. And so the burger failed, and that's attributed, or at least it's believed that's one of the significant factors as to why it failed. Funny. I mean, to be fair, a third pounder doesn't sound as good as a quarter pounder, but maybe that's because I've spent so long saying a quarter pounder, you know? Cake spoils in the fridge. I have cake. Anyone want any? Uh, I found out recently that uh, cake goes off in the fridge, and so I'm going to have to chuck out that cake that I made, which sucks. I mean, obviously cakes go off, but I just had never thought about it. So I didn't rush to eat it. I'm like, wait a second, it's been like a bajillion years. So, you know, of course I kept the smash cake. I ate barely any of it, but still. <laughs> Need to buy a frozen cake next time. True. Commenting on my channel actually has a purpose. I've seen people be surprised when I reply to a comment left on very old videos. Remember comments are shown to me chronologically for my entire channel. Meaning regardless of how old the video, your comments will still be shown to me in my feed at the time you make it. The video could be two years old, but your comment will say written one minute ago when it appears for me. So if you watch an old video and have something on your mind, feel free to comment it and I might see it. I do browse recent comments in between doing things. So I wrote this for two reasons. One, it does suck when people want to say something in an old video to me and they don't realize I'm going to see it. But also two, it'll increase my comment engagement. So this button, well, at least normally it does. I'm in the wrong channel right now. Huh? I can't change channel. Yeah, basically this button opens up the comments for the entire channel. And I open it like whenever I'm in between stuff and actually read comments. So I'm not lying when I say that because I want people to comment more so I can read more comments. But there's a business reason to do that as well, which is to increase comment engagement, you know? Yeah, I'll show it to you in a sec, but I am. Um... Yeah, so when I click this button here, it opens and... First, it shows me the member comments, and then I go, okay, I've read the member comments, and then I um, click that off, and then I read all the comments. Bench, Michael, and witness protection. And so you can see this is like a very old video here. So like this is Passist. Incredible video and editing. Respect for the amount of time you put into it. Oh, man. See, I like me. See, I, I like these comments. Lol, he ran past all the painkillers, but the painkillers suck, don't they? So the more people who know this, the more people actually comment on my old videos and know that I'll actually see it, you know? I wanted to make sure that people didn't think there was a 100% chance that I'm going to see their comment, because there isn't, but there's a chance, you know. What is keeping me from doing more VR content? Watch your videos, I saw the VR ones, would you ever do it again? Uh, VR is always something that I've looked at as not worth the time in terms of like business or whatever, but something that I want to do for fun. So I have to be, but I have to be in a good spot in terms of where my contact t- content's at to bother setting up VR, especially because I'm tired so frequently and whatnot. Because um, there's so many things that I find fun that are much easier to do, you know? You saying Job Simulator isn't business, it's the purest form of business? Yeah. The start of that video, the intro, is very sexually suggestive. And it's meant to be a parody of an ad that happens on Pornhub. I had never seen that ad before until... Dmod made a parody of it for the video. I was like, oh, I guess these are the kind of ads that exist. I guess because I use Adblock or something. 
That's an ad for Pornhub? No, actually, I guess it's an ad on Pornhub, not an ad for Pornhub. I guess I misspoke. People suddenly wanting to use me for advertisements. I receive emails on a semi-regular basis. Some perhaps scams, some not. Of people saying, hey, uh, we should collaborate and you should play on our 5M server. And these offers often imply at the very least that they're going to pay me money. I did the Avana server for 5M for free. That back in the day. It's got like, you know, a million views or something. An entire video, video dedicated to something that I only did because a person contacted me about doing it. Something like that at my current size would be worth a lot of money. And uh, a person from that server contacted me again. They're like, hey, we can give you a, a donor role or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, but you just want me to play again because it's good advertising. And you don't want to pay me for it though. Like, obviously the, the difference between me playing and not playing is not an inability to pay for a, a donor role. And any attempts to help me out and setting stuff up is less about kindness necessarily and more about, you know, just getting advertisement for the server. It's similar to how I had a person contact me recently about potentially having a philosophical discussion because we'd had some in the past. And I looked at this message and I didn't say this in response, but I was like, the only reason this person has contacted me now is because I'm a larger content creator. And when I said I wasn't interested, no response after that point. No wishes well, um, but in their message, they implied they really enjoyed their discussion with me and whatnot, and we should do it again. But in reality, they had just recently come back to doing content again and were clearly just interested in talking to me because they had already established that relationship in the past and wanted me, you know, to use me to get viewers effectively. You recognize this these like you recognize these situations all the time, but you don't say this out loud. You're just like, oh no, no, thank you. It's all good. It's fine. But it's always at the back of my mind when people communicate with me in a way that um, it's not obvious that they're attempting to use my platform and uh, my notoriety for their own gain. It's not fake necessarily. Oh, the second person was. I, I don't think the people um, talking to me about uh, the Ivana server or whatever necessarily fake people necessarily. But clearly they're just like, hey, you know, we'd be totally cool if you played again. That'd be, that'd be sweet. You know, you can't blame them for trying, but... Do they avoid being too nice in order to not seem like they're sucking up? Uh, I don't know. Can't fault the people for trying to get some free publicity. Oh, not at all. Not at all. You know, you got to shoot your shot and it's not as though them asking is going to hurt me in any capacity. It's just sometimes I'm like, do they know that I know? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mutually beneficial collaborations with content creators. Does it ever make you feel bad knowing someone could just be using you for publicity? I do not interact with other people to a significant enough degree where I have such issues. Like, when you collaborate with another content creator, it's, it's explicit that we're both attempting to use each other to increase our notoriety. It doesn't mean it's not fun or that you aren't doing it for other reasons. Like, obviously, there are endless content creators out there that I could be reaching out to to collaborate with. I didn't pick Mudahar just for the, the goal of um, mutual gain of viewership. I mean, part because of our prior relationship, but also because I think he's an interesting dude. Like if anything, if I reach out to a person to, to collaborate, it should be flattering. 
And I feel that way as well. As in like, if a, no, let me rephrase. If a very large content creator specifically reaches out to you to collaborate, it can be very flattering because you know that they have a large amount of people to pick from. So even though there is that, well, clearly we're just kind of going to be using each other for viewership. It's not insulting or uh, an issue for me. It's, it's flattering. You know, the only issue with asking for people publicity is that it has to be mutually beneficial. So service giving out a free role or whatnot is worthless. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. When there's mutual benefit, it's perceived differently than a person basically asking you for a leg up and not being able to give anything in return. My merch store. How much money could you make just selling tank tops? I do sell tank tops in my merch store. I sell many things on my merch store. See? It's even got some of the rare emotes. I personally completed his hand. Why didn't I finish his ear? Should have finished his ear. You even get wide dark fiber. And so that's shirts and hoodies. Can't get zip up because it would ruin the emote. And there's tank tops, mugs. Look at that mug. <laughs> Stickers, mouse pads. Oh, oh, uh, mouse pads were out of stock, so they couldn't add the new emotes to the mouse pads. That's right. And then phone cases. See? What percentage of the clips that are on my clips channel end up on TikTok? What percentage of my clips go on TikTok? Well, currently, there's 700 on there. So, or being uploaded on there. So I guess that's 10%. Saying something is false merely because you don't understand it. This is principle. Surely it has a name where it's like you reach something that you don't understand, right? And you can kind of go into two directions here. You can either say this must be false because I don't understand it, suggesting that the reason why you can't you don't understand it is because it's wrong or the reasoning's bad or it's fallacious or whatever. Like it is not understandable. Or you can say it's true despite your lack of understanding. And the reason you'd conclude it's true is because there'd be stuff around it that suggests that it has to be true. Like, what's a good example? Oh, like my mobile phone. So I don't really understand how the process of this phone is able to make a screen and send information to other people and whatnot. Maybe some tiny amount, I understand, but I couldn't like make a mobile phone. But despite my lack of understanding, I consider it to be true that it's able to do those things, in part because I'm able to perceive those things despite me, I can, I can perceive the, res the results of those things despite me not understanding it. This idea, there are some people who look at complicated things like climate change, or even the earth being a, a sphere or whatever, not a exact sphere, but you get the idea. And, it, and they're like, I don't understand how this could work. It all must be false. You know? I don't understand how gases work. That I don't understand how gravity works. I don't understand this. Therefore, it's wrong. And I just, is it just me or it tends to be dumb people who do this? Where they have so much confidence in their own ability to understand stuff that uh, anytime they run into a wall of something they don't understand, they just go, well, that's false. That's false. Then. It's wrong. It's false. It's wrong. It's, it's, rather than being like, um, how could all these industries and all these experts throughout all this time all have the wrong idea and I just happen to be the one who truly understands to the degree that I can declare it false or something. I'm rambling, but uneducated, not dumb. But the, the difference between being uneducated and being dumb is if you're not educated, you can be 
smart enough to recognize your lack of education. But a dumb person can't do that. Like a perception of one's own capabilities is almost to me a hallmark of intelligence. Obviously, we're all biased in our perception of ourselves, and so maybe sometimes we can get it wrong, but some people are just wholly mentally incapable of assessing their own capabilities. Just completely unable to do it. And they are the most frustrating people to run into because they believe themselves to be experts in literally anything that they touch. <laughs> and their worldviews tend to be the most simple, dumbed-down reality, and it just... And you, you poke at them with complexity, and they're just like, No! It is a simple thing. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.